Welcome back to Escape to the Magic Podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Randy. I'm Dak. And I'm Ryan. And this week's episode is one of the best. We're going to be talking about the perfect day at Disney. Um, before we do that, though, Dak, you have got something really cool to share. Yeah, so uh happened to be checking out some of our analytics on the show and just kind of seeing where our listening base is coming from. And believe it or not, guys, we have a listener that is in Belgium. Belgique. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought that was really cool. And so I wanted to give a quick shout out, whoever our listener is in Belgium. Thanks for listening in and tuning in. We hope you enjoy the show and uh, please tell more of your Belgium friends that we're out there. Yeah. And drop us a line. Send us a note. Yeah. We'd love to hear what you think. Hop on um, Instagram and send us a message. You know, maybe what what could be helpful for our European listeners, actually. Um, some things that, that we could discuss over there. Exciting news, of course, Dak. You've got a planned trip already to Paris coming up. Yeah, I'm super excited about this. So... Uh, the week of Thanksgiving, we're actually heading out to Paris and we kind of looked at the pricing as, as crazy as this is. We looked at the pricing for tickets to go to Disneyland Paris. That was my trade off with my wife and girls is they get Paris and I get Disneyland Paris. So totally fair. Yeah, <laughs> it's a totally fair trade. So what's interesting is the pricing for tickets out there is very affordable. Um so we ended up actually getting a season pass. It was like $289 for a weekday season pass. That's their lowest level. But we we actually based our whole trip around being close to Disneyland Paris. So we got a VRBO equivalent out there next to Disneyland Paris. And so we thought, man, this is great. We'll get a, a season pass and we can literally like get home from being at the Eiffel Tower one day, then we're going to run over, watch some fireworks. It'll be great. We're like one train stop away from, from the parks. So That's super, amazing. Yeah, super excited. Definitely we'll come back with, um, you know, a trip report of, of some kind. Yeah. Talk about Disneyland. Paris. Well, you know what's interesting? And, and this, I think, is this is a timely time, timely time, <laughs> to bring this up. But, you know, we've had some people ask, how do we have a trip like you guys have? And we've I've I've had more than a few people approach me about that. Um, and this goes back, in fact, to the to the time when I started doing a podcast, a Disney podcast with my wife. You know, if you want to check that out, that's whistle while you work. Um, you know, we're the husband wife duo. That is a little more reverent than maybe our trio here, <laughs> but um, that's right. But people ask, they're like, "Hey, how do we have a trip like you have?" And one of the cool things is, Dak, you are a certified Disney travel agent. Yeah, I am. So this was one of those things where I just talk to a lot of people. You know, they come and ask advice. You and Kayla know this as well. Is like people know that we go to Disney a lot. They kept on asking me for advice and tips and tricks and all of those things. And so, you know, I just I just thought, well, I might as well do this on the side. And so I set up a travel agent license and and became a, a travel agent. So the name of my travel agency, if you will, is uh, I call it Castles, Kingdoms and Churros. So uh, if you're interested in traveling to Disney, Disneyland, Disney World, love to help out. And so what's cool is this leads us, I think, directly into our subject matter today. Absolutely. Absolutely. So 
I think it was a few days ago we were, you know, Dak and I were discussing topic for today. And it, it got me thinking about, you know, years and years and years ago in a, in a previous life where I used to travel a lot for my job. And I used to go, so one of the cities I used to cover was Orlando, and I used to go out there for for work, and I'd go out there for four or five days. And, you know, I used to stay on Disney Springs property, you know, get a hotel, I'd eat there at Disney Springs. You know what? But it, it never even occurred to me, why not just build a day? <laughs> why not just build a day at Disney? Just go to Disney for one day. I mean, you're already out there. So it got me thinking, like, how many times do you see or do you hear Hey, you know, I'm, I'm accompanying my my spouse out to Orlando or to Anaheim, and you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna you know be with them while they're while they're on this work conference or whatnot. And it's like, wow, why not just take a day and go to Disney? How how how's that gonna how would that look to do one day that one day at Disney? Yeah, and so that got me thinking, like, okay, so you had one day at Disney, and I just kind of took it a little bit of a different direction. You had one day at Disney that was like your perfect day. Everything went right. And what's funny is like we always do at the end of our shows a magical scenario. And I would say this whole episode is going to be our magical scenario, right? So if you had one perfect day that you could build into Disney, a Disney trip, I should say, what would that look like? What would you do? Where would you start out? What would you eat? You know, and so I thought... It'd be fun for us to kind of build off of that and each of us take chance to go around or a time to go around with each other and talk about our most perfect day at Disney. And it doesn't help that this morning when we woke up to come record, it lit- like walking out the door, it literally is 65 degrees mm. and sunny. Mm. The skies are clear. We have earned this weather <laughs> in Texas after this summer, y'all. <laughs> We've earned it. We, Hey, yeah, we we can go. We can, do, we can do some time on weather, but let's just get to the episode here. So, uh, well, who wants to go first? Are you are you ready, Randy? I, uh, not me. Okay, not so. Me. How about how about I go first because I know Dak, you're doing something different. So I'll yeah. go first. All right. So, Ryan, what do you mean you're doing something different? You you're going to change the rules on us? Here? No, I'm not changing the rules. I just uh, I know there's a lot of Disney World love in this room, yes. so I thought I'd represent our West Coasters. Uh, listen, because so when, I hear, when I hear, uh, you know, you're going to do something different, I'm like, oh, well, I'm going to do something different. <laughs> <laughs> no. So, Ryan, go ahead. Get yeah, I'll, go. I'll go first. Disney World. I'm sure that's yeah. where you'll be. That's where then... I'm going to be. So this is me. So if I had one day at Disney. So, so, so again, I want to the rules here. Right. We're saying that this is you have one day. Um, we're not, you're not flying you're in not that flying day. In that day you're already there, you flying out. And you're not you're flying out there. today. So you have an entire full day. Sun up to sun, sun up down. To, to park open to park, to park close. close. Yep. Okay. And it's got to be realistic. Uh, yeah. So, it's got to so, be, it's got to be 98% realistic. The magical, the magical scenario is, is that if everything breaks your way, you could pull this day. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. so uh, I want to make sure we're clear on and that. And as we go through these, well, especially as I go through mine, cause I, I'm looking at my day and I'm like, I think it's realistic, but you guys may disagree. So anyway, so if, if and then at the end, sorry, cut you off there, Ryan. At the end, we should kind of have a little vote, and then we'll put it to you, the listeners, to vote out. We'll put it out on our Instagram, Facebook. Uh, you know who who of us do you think of the three of us do you think put together the most perfect day? Well, my I can tell you, just I mean, my day is going to be pretty close to perfect. If if my day is is achievable, which I think it is, I think it's it's fairly achievable. It's it's going to be close to perfect. 
Awesome. That's just me. Anyway, sorry. All right. So what am I doing? Well, number one, I like a good breakfast. I like to start my day off with a nice hearty breakfast. So I'm going to Boma first thing in the morning to at the earliest time slot available. I'm getting a, the breakfast buffet there. Not a character breakfast, so it wouldn't take me too long. But I'm, from there. So hang on. Uh, tell tell us a little bit about Boma. Like what makes Boma? Because yeah, I've, so, I've never been there. actually. So we, so we talked about it before. Boma, it, you know. Again, it's not a character breakfast, so you're not you're not breaking the bank to, to go there. And if you're by yourself, you know it's going to be you're probably in and out in 30 minutes. Um, the food is fresh; they have a great assortment. It is African fused, but they do have like the nice scrambled eggs, the Mickey waffles, the bacon sausage, and then some African flavors to go along with it. To be honest, I I wasn't prepared for how good that stuff was when we were there. So it's at the Animal, Animal Kingdom, Kingdom Lodge. Lodge. Yeah. Right. So, so from there, I am taking the bus over to Hollywood Studios. That's where I'm starting my day. Uh, Hollywood Studios, I'm, I'm going in. I'm hanging a right, headed straight towards the Tabatakskimulik. Oh, Tabatakskimulik. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I'm going straight towards Tower of Terror because that, that's, that's an attraction that fills up fairly quickly throughout the day. If I can get there early enough, I should be able to walk on fairly easily. From the Tower of Terror, I'm going to head over to Toy Story Land. I'm hitting Slinky Dog Dash, hitting Toy Story Mania. And I think by this time it's probably 9 30, 10 o'clock. A little hungry. I'm getting a snack. Dak, do you know what snack I'm getting? Don't. I'm trying to think in Toy Story. I'm not, okay, I'm not in Toy Story Land where I'm getting my snack. It's a, it's it's a sweet snack. Oh, I'd wrap around the corner. I right, I know what I'd do. I'd wrap around the corner and get me a little num num. num, that's, num yeah, that's what I'm getting. That's yeah, that's okay. that's what I'm okay. getting. So it's right outside. And I don't think we've land. talked about the num num before. So this is right outside. So if you're coming from, you know, the I guess the south side of Toy Story Land, right there. Maybe you can explain it better, Deck. There is a little stand. Is it a coffee stand? Yeah, it's well, there's called actually, Pixar. There's actually Pixar, two stands yeah. there. There's a coffee stand next to the Num Num Cookie stand. Yes, that's right. That's right. There's two stands there. Yep. So one of them is you get the it's a Num Num Cookie. It's a oversized chocolate chunk, delicious warmness goodness that literally will melt in your hand. It's for one Fair. person. For one person, it's a lot. It's yeah. it's an easily shareable cookie. You do need uh, it, it, it. It's a cookie that, frankly, you do need to drink milk with. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it's big. It's a good sized cookie. It's it's close to about the size it's of, the size of, of your a, hand. Yeah, it's a, it's a good size, size of my cookie. palm, which yeah. is yeah. which is a pretty pretty big palm. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm so I'm walking out of Toy Story Land, and I'm I'm heading right there to get me to get me num num. So from there, I'm gonna go watch the Indiana Jones. Done spectacular. Mm. And now that's how I'm going to finish up Hollywood Studios. From there, I'm taking the Skyliner, hopping on the Skyliner, and I'm going to head to Epcot. When I get to Epcot, a couple of things. I'm going to hit Soren. I'm going to go hit Test Track. Then I'm going to buy a Lightning Lane for Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm going to get off and throw up. <laughs> no, you're not. Oh, Dak will. You're yes. going to be fine. I don't know. I, I, I'm still worried about that. Uh, you're going to be fine. Okay. Randy says I'm going to be fine. So 
Love it. Okay, so so I've done Soren, I've done Test Track, I've done Guardians, and by this time it's lunchtime. I'm hungry, and I think we all know where I'm going to go for lunch. Go get me some za. Yeah. Is that do, you, do people say that za? <laughs> what right? is that? <laughs> Did we just jump into a Star Trek episode? Like, what is za? I think. <laughs> Wait, what are you? I, I Y'all, saw, you guys need the video for this part. I what are you talking wish we about? Had video. Yeah. Randy's look of absolute like confusion and disgust. <laughs> okay, I am going we, to. We don't use that language in this house. We don't use this language. No. Um, where did that's? Is that from Seinfeld? I don't know. I don't. know. Anyway, um, I'm going to Vietnapoli to grab me just some pepperoni pizza. Best pizza, not only on property, in my opinion, best pizza I've ever had. So, going to Viennapoli, uh for lunch. After lunch, I am going to head over to Impressions de France, grab a nice little break, let my let my lunch settle. Hey, Impressions de France again. This is one of those things. I don't know if we've talked about it enough. This it's a great show. I love it. I love it. It's relaxing. The music is beautiful. It's yep. it's an older movie. If I'm not mistaken, I believe it is original to Epcot. I believe it is. So, um, I mean, Epcot opened when in 83? Uh, 82. 82. 82. 82. So, yeah. Um, and it's it's got that late 70s, early 80s vibe to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. for sure. But just a great place to relax and uh, get some AC. All right. So, after, after Impressions de France another sweet treat i'm going right next door to the ice cream parlor there and i forget the name of it but it's right there as well, you, I'm, I'm following you yeah along. as so you walk talking, out i'm gonna i'm gonna pull up as the, you walk out of the theater into the france gift shop there um, i'm gonna pass up le hall and go to the ice cream shop that's right right out, out, out doors there you have the name there yeah so i'm gonna mispronounce it but it's the la artisan de basis Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, just some great handcrafted ice cream. Um, really, you good. get this is and this that's a place actually that you can have an ice cream served on a croissant, if I'm not mistaken. I've never tried that. It's amazing. It's mediocre. <laughs> wow, but the concept is is spot on. Just just give me just give me a nice scoop of vanilla. I on, think on that's a, the same place. Cone. Yeah, I'm pulling it up. But that's the one right outside of Leal, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Literally right outside. You, yeah, can't, you, can, you can't miss it. Yeah, you can you get ice cream it. served on a croissant. It's in the little courtyard there. You can't miss it. Mm-hmm. All right. So I figure by this point, it's probably pushing two, three o'clock. If I'm, if I'm being realistic, I think I've done a lot up to this point. And maybe it's past three o'clock. I'm not sure. But at this point, I've had the ice cream. I feel like I've tackled Epcot. I think on a... If I if I wasn't trying to be realistic, I would throw in a walk around the world showcase, but I think that it would be a little too much. So I'm gonna get my ice cream. I'm gonna walk to the monorail. I'm gonna hop on that. Head over to the Magic Kingdom. So once I get to the Magic Kingdom, this is to me this is easy. I'm hitting Pirates. I'm going left. First of all, no, no. I'm gonna stroll down Main Street for a minute. I'm gonna take in the sights, take in the smells. Uh, may get a few pics of the castle. I'm gonna head. To the hub, hang a left. I'm going to go hit Pirates. From there, I'm going to walk over to Big Thunder. Big Thunder, I am going to head over to the Haunted Mansion. That is one of my most favorite attractions. And I think by this point, it's probably pushing 
late afternoon, early evening. Going to be hungry. And what is right there across from the Haunted Mansion? The Le- Columbia Harbor the House. Columbia Harbor House. Yes. I love the... And we've talked about this. Kind of an underrated restaurant there at Magic Kingdom. The lobster rolls, fantastic. The the cup of clam chowder is fantastic. It's really good. So, especially if it's if it's the fall time and it's a little cool outside, that warm cup of clam chowder is going to sit nice. So, all right. So, Columbia Harbor House. Uh, I'm going to chill there. I'm going to go upstairs and relax a little bit. Eat my lobster roll with a clam chowder. After that, I'm going to start my trek around Magic Kingdom. I'm going to give me Le Fou's Brew, Gaston's Tavern. Because, again, this is one of those things. I think we've we've talked about, you know, if you go to the parks and if there's something that you don't do, you feel like it's an utter failure. Mm. Not getting a LeFou's Brew, those things for me. Really? I have to have a LeFou's Brew every time I go to the Magic Kingdom. You know, the, the first step to solving a problem is admitting you have a problem. I 100% have a problem <laughs> with LeFou's Brew. Now, this is, hey, listen, it's a non-alcoholic drink. So it's a frozen, frozen apple, apple juice with a hint of toasted marshmallow and topped with all natural passion fruit mango foam. And you can get it served in a souvenir stein. Don't do that. Don't that's do a that. Waste. Yeah. <laughs> that's a waste of money. Yeah. Because you, uh, you can get two LeFou's brew. And then you the got to carry that stein around yeah. with yeah, you everywhere yeah. you go. Yeah. And, now, and, and this, this is a drink <laughs> yeah, that's that, right. <laughs> this is a drink that will 100% give you brain freeze. If very, you go too fast, very yeah, quickly. absolutely. Yeah, very quickly. It is delicious. Oh, it's so I, I want to say this about LeFou's Brew because um, that's one that I, I usually, I do try and go out of my way to get one if I can. That that passion fruit foam with with the apple mm-hmm. juice, the frozen apple juice, and, and I don't know how they kind of infuse that toasted marshmallow flavor into it, but it is an incredible Incredible yeah. combination. If you like fruit drinks, okay, I think that's an important part. You don't like you don't like fruit, you're going to hate this. But yeah, if you do like fruit and you're a good person, then <laughs> you're going to find it to be delicious. A lot of these snacks are shareable. Like Lafou's yeah. Brew, you can easily yeah. split I do, that with I somebody do, else. I do share. Here's the one drawback to Lafou's Brew. Like so many other things, it is served with a paper straw, and Ditch because the paper of straw. because of the because of the frozen nature of this drink, that paper straw is destroyed really pretty quickly. And it, I just ditch it because to me it alters the taste. Yeah. I, I'm not a fan of the paper straws, but I get why they did it. I think I'm going to start bringing my own straw. Oh, boy. Wow. But then I say that, that and I'm like, oh, but you know what? I have a rule that I walk around with nothing. <laughs> How am I going to carry around a straw? Maybe maybe that has to be something. I'm I'm on way off the rails now, but you've got me you've got me going down a path here where I'm like, how do I solve this problem? Oh, I just gotta start the day with LeFou's brew so I can take my disposable straw and be done with it. I don't know. Because because Gaston's tavern is way back in the corner, mm-hmm. over there close to Storybook Circus and you know, back you know, it's in the back of guest, the park. It is in the back corner of the park. It is so much in the corner of the park that it actually closes down earlier than the rest of the park. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. so so pro tip here: if you do want to get a Lafou's brew, do not wait till seven o'clock at night because you will not get one. They will be closed at that point, almost certainly. So I'm thinking to myself, well, how do I do this? Because it's far from the entrance, it's far from everything else. Do I just go there first, or where do I hit it? Do I bring a souvenir cup with me and park it in my locker? <laughs> 
Ryan, you've got me spinning in circles now. What do I do? Well, th- this is this is the whole point, right? This is the per- this is we're talking about that one day and how 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 would you do this? Well, I've told yeah. you how I would do it. I'm doing yeah. all those things first and hitting the brew at the kind of towards the end of my day. So I think at this point, it's probably close to seven in the day. I've just had my brew. <laughs> I think my I think my my lobster roll and my clam chowder has sufficiently settled. So here I am going to buy my second lightning lane of the day, which you get two per day. Yeah. I'm going to go hit Tron. Mm. I'm going to go hit Tron. And then I think, and it's going to, so again, depending on the time of year, this could be a borderline nighttime. Yeah. Because Randy, both both of you have done this. Like it's a different experience night versus day. Uh, Night is supreme. Yeah. Yeah, Night is pretty awesome. It's, it's, it's amazing either way, but it does. It just takes it to a whole other level. And let me say this too: you haven't you haven't mentioned any pictures so far, and that's okay because I I don't know how you really fit that part in. But there are some absolutely important pictures you should take over there when you're going to Tron, and the time to do it is at night mm-hmm. because it does completely change the picture that you're going to get back from the Disney Photo Pass photographer. Yeah, I would assume that as you're going through this day, I would you know I would be taking pictures as I'm as I'm traveling. So. Yeah, the lighting, I mean, again, we're getting way off in the weeds, but the lighting at Tron just like amps it up to another level. So at night, it is just, it's even if you're not even riding on the ride, just yep. go just, up just there and over there and immerse yourself in the music yeah, stand where it's coming out of the, the launch turn yeah. and coming down. Uh, it's so cool because it's got the covering and the lights are changing and yeah just has this glow to it man it i'm excited ryan like i can't wait till we go on our guys trip and i get to see ryan experience troy or tron troy <laughs> troy <laughs> starring you know, gets to experience tron for the first time yeah, yeah. like just being in that area and uh, it's just yeah. that's by far one of my top top five rides yeah Agreed. So, so from there, you know, I'm, I'm finishing up Tron. I'm, I, again, by this point, I'm hoping it's nighttime, which I think it is. This has been a pretty full day up to this point. I've done a lot of activities, you know, been in my third park. You know, it should be nighttime by then. And listen, I'm going to be tired. It's been a full day. I'm just going to walk over to the hub. I'm going to grab me a spot, just wait for happily ever after fireworks to begin. And that's how I'm going to close my day out. I'm not going to be hungry. I'm going to be sufficiently you know, fed with entertainment and attractions and, and, and thrill rides. And I'm going to leave my day, this one day, this perfect day at Disney with the fireworks. And I'm probably at, after the fireworks show, I'm going to continue to sit around, let the park kind of empty out a little bit and just wait until it clears out. Maybe get some more, get some more pictures. Um, that's, that's my day guys. Yeah, it's it. a it's a full day. You That's know? pretty sweet. It's a full day, and you know what? And on the flip side of this, I've also daydreamed about other perfect days that are literally at one park, doing hardly anything, and just mm. you're walking around, taking in the sights and the sounds, taking a ton of pictures. But I think if I were out there for just this one day, I would definitely try try to make this this trip happen. I think it's doable. Yeah, I think it's doable. I absolutely yeah, think it's I doable. Think so. And um, and I think why don't I go next? Okay. That way we don't confuse people too much when we're yeah, jumping bouncing uh, back and forth. sides of the yeah. country here, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, I think it's doable. 
And we um, should save the best for last anyways. Well, I mean, you know. Um, <laughs> no, go ahead, Randy. Sorry. Editor. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to cut that. <laughs> oh, man, that's awesome. So here's the thing. I do want to I do want to I do want to kind of lay a little bit of a foundation here. Right. So my my perfect day is a very full day. It is it is going to be intense. But as you guys know, that's, nothing that's how that's how I Disney. Okay, yeah. it is it is an intense day. My, of course, um, all time single day record is eighteen miles, which which I did just you know this summer with my two older sons. And what I'm about to propose to you is actually more ambitious than that. Oh okay? wow! You're going to do a Disney marathon in the parks? Yes, and so, but here's the thing: I, I do want to I want to lay down why I call this realistic because part of this is remember we said this is really our magical scenario for the week, right? So right. when I'm doing this, I'm going in a cool time of year. This is probably a, maybe a September trip, it could be an April trip, right? But it's also going to be a really, really low crowd time. So I'm saying on the crowd calendar, this is probably a one and two in all four parks. Um, very realistic. It does still happen, right? And, and I've been there recently when we were down in kind of twos and threes. You know, ones are rare. But but to do this, I will say that you got to have, It's gonna, you're going to have to probably be at ones and twos. And my day starts off, first of all, at 6.55 in the morning. Because I got to get on there, and the first thing I'm doing is, is I'm going to go grab a spot in the virtual queue for Guardians of the Galaxy because that's the park I'm going to start at. And with low crowds that day, I feel really confident that I'm going to be able to redeem that virtual queue before or lunchtime, so before noon. And as soon as I do that, I'm also going to purchase two additional individual lightning lanes. So this is my seven o'clock hour, right? I'm going to buy another spot on the Guardians. And I want to hit it twice. And then I'm going to buy an evening spot for Tron. So we'll or get Troy. that later. Okay. No, Troy, he's, I don't like his ride so much. Sorry. My little slip up there. Um, Troy Flynn, where are you? <laughs> Kevin Flynn. So that's how we're going to start the day. So I'm going to start the day at Epcot. Epcot is, by the way, uh, uh, one of those parks that typically opens at 9, but if you are staying at a deluxe resort, it'll open at 8.30 for you. So we're going to be there rope dropping at 8.30. Honestly, probably get a little bit lucky. They'll let you rope drop maybe 8.15, 8.20, but that's okay. And the first thing I'm going to hit when I'm there while I'm waiting for my individual lightning lane to be redeemed is I'm going to Frozen Ever After. Um. This is a little bit out of the way, and so this there's going to be a lot of walking here. But I'm going to hit that because that is one that tends to fill up kind of quickly. That, that yeah, that's a rope drop. That's a destination. Rope drop, that's a rope yeah. drop ride. Okay, and so I'm going to go hit it. I love Frozen Ever After. I love the queue at Frozen Ever After. I want to make sure that while I'm in line, that there is few enough people that I decide I'm going to stop in Wandering Oaken Sauna and watch the show <laughs> and let people just go by me no, before I get on the ride. Okay? Oh, that's awesome. And so frozen it is for me. I'm not a huge um, eat breakfast at the parks kind of guy in the morning because of how intense some of the things I like to do are. And so mm-hmm. I can't I can't overstuff myself and everything like that, but I'll probably grab something, maybe a, maybe a Joffrey's donut along the way. Um, there's, my opinion, by the way, the best Joffrey's Donut stand is actually outside of the turnstiles at Epcot. I have found it to have better donuts than the ones inside the turnstile. 
Would, your, would your is. wife agree with you on that? We know I believe that she's she a would. big Joffrey's I believe she would. Fan. She is the Joffrey's yeah. expert of the world. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I believe she would agree that the one outside the turnstiles is probably the best. But Epcot has a ton of them. Uh, it has the most of any of the parks. So you can find you can find quite a few. Um so I'm gonna hit I'm gonna hit Frozen and on my way back from Frozen, I'm going to head towards Spaceship Earth, and then I'm going to stop in the Mexico Pavilion and hit probably what is my second favorite ride um, at Epcot, the Three Caballeros. Okay? It is my second favorite ride. I love Frozen, but and Guardians is my favorite, but Three Caballeros, that is, that is number two for me. So we're going to hit that. And then I'm going to go and listen to my favorite voice actor's voice she's an actual actress but i'm going to listen to dame judy dench tell me all about the history of the world on spaceship earth because i like to hear her voice but i also like to see the sights and i like to smell the smells in there especially rome is burning especially (laughs) rome is burning right and at that point at that point i feel like we've accomplished quite a bit here in just the first little time um, I have already set up for myself a lunch appointment at Ianopoli. Ianopoli. So that's where we're going to have lunch. I'm probably going to be shooting for this closer to the 11 o'clock hour. Okay. But you'll be hungry by that point. You're going to definitely be yeah. hungry. Joffrey's Donut's not going to hold you over that long. But I feel like on my way to Vianopoli, we're going to be able to sneak in a Soren. So everything we've done so far, it's quite a bit of walking. We did rope drop. We're going to go sneak in a Soren. And, and that's where we're going to go. Sometime in this whole group, though, keep in mind that my individual lightning lane for Guardians has been called. And before I go to Vianopoli, before I head over there, I'm going to redeem my paid-for Guardians of the Galaxy. And so I might get lucky and get to go twice back-to-back, which wow. I've done and is awesome. And then we're going to hit Vianopoli for lunch. We're going to try and actually make Vianopoli pretty quick, though, because this is an ambitious day. And I'm going to go grab the Skyliner. We're going to head over to Hollywood Studios. That is the fastest way to get to Hollywood Studios from the backside of Epcot, mm-hmm. by the way, is hit the Skyliner. It's a beautiful day. Don't got to worry about rain or lightning shutting you down. Okay. And the Skyliner, if you've never done it, it's just this amazing gondola type of system. You think kind of like a completely enclosed ski lift. Of course, there are some, mm-hmm. uh, some ski resorts that actually have them just like this, right? Going up the mountain. This has taken you across the swamp. Lando, <laughs> and uh, you'll you'll go across all sorts of beautiful sites, including roads and parking lots. But it'll take you to where you want to be, which is the entrance to Hollywood Studios. And when we get to Hollywood Studios, I do want to say that throughout the day, I have been taking full advantage of Genie Plus, Genie in general. But I've been taking full advantage of Genie Plus and booking my Lightning Lanes throughout. I'm on top of it. It's all, I'm stacking them as I go. And I'm glad you're bringing yeah, this I up. I didn't bring this up during idea. mine, but I'm yeah. glad you're bringing this up now. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I I'm, think it I'm goes without it. saying you have to have Genie Plus to do a day like this. Even even with one and two crowds, yeah. like you're going yeah. gonna to need to do it if you're going to pull something like this off. And by the way, I also want to say your perfect day may not be doing any of this kind of stuff, right? You may be like, that's too much walk. My perfect day is I'm just going to lay in bed. Okay. You know, that that's great. Not me. Yeah, I'm going from from beginning to end. So I've got some I've got some great stuff. We're headed over to Galaxy's Edge first, though, because 
Um, what has become probably one of my, I don't even know if it's number two favorite or three favorite. It's just, it's just up there, but I just love, I love Smuggler's Run, the Millennium Falcon ride. I just think it's, it's for me, one of the absolute most innovative attractions ever created solely because of your ability to control the narrative. Now, the caveat to this is that to pull this off, I need a good crew with me. You, <laughs> And this is, this is something I hadn't really baked into the equation at this point. Um, so we're just going to pretend that I've got a good crew and that they're able to keep up with me. Okay, <laughs> so here's magical a scenario. magical scenario. In this magical scenario, so basically you are counting on the fact that you will be a pilot and that you will have a good crew. Because a lot of times, yep. I've done that ride several times as a single rider. Yep. And without fail, it's usually I'm an the engineer. Worst. Yep, and it's yeah. just it's just the worst. So Yeah. Totally agree. Um, that is a big part of it is this is the magical scenario. I've got a good crew with me. Okay. They don't really factor into the rest of my plans. <laughs> so you're but they do them. factor into you're this one. After. I need five more people with me that have got to be solid. <laughs> you're like, you guys are the best. See you later. <laughs> um so I'm gonna do Millennium Falcon. And um and I'm going to take in some of the sites there in 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 Galaxy's Edge. Um, I am going to uh, grab myself a blue milk. Blue is the Ooh, best. Nice. Not because I actually like it, but because I'm going to be a little thirsty, and I feel like this will be something to kind of keep me going a little bit. Um, you know, blue milk when you buy it outside of Ogus Cantina is served frozen. If you buy it in Ogus Cantina, it's actually not frozen. So it's more like what you would expect from watching Star Wars, but I'm going to get the frozen version. I like the frozen version. And uh, it tastes like Fruity Pebbles, in my opinion. If you, Yeah, it sure does. That's basically, yeah, that's that's good, basically the flavor. way to describe it. It's okay, you know. And so, and like Fruity Pebbles are soggy already, we just... It's just emulsified to begin with. <laughs> and, and, and if you want to throw away some money, you get the green milk. Oh, my god! Yeah, if you do want to throw your money away, yeah. get the green milk. That's I don't know what flavor that is, but it's... It's grass flavor flavored. Is, yeah. The flavor is gross. Yeah. <laughs> and then the two things I'm going to do while I'm in Hollywood Studios is now I'm going to head over to, to what is the best ride there. And that's the Tower of Oh, Tower. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, no shade on Rise of the Resistance, but it's not a ride I have to do every single time. And that's why it doesn't fit into my equation. You know, funny you mentioned that. I feel the exact same. Um, I, I like to do it. I like to do it when I can, but it does not have, it's not a must do. And I have actually been to more trips now recently where I have intentionally skipped it than I have said, oh, I've got to do it. And I think if you're on a tight schedule uh, and you don't, you're not willing to pay for the lightning, lightning lane to get into it, Rise can chew up a lot of your day because typically it's one of the longer waits. So I, I agree with you. Even on that. even on a light crowd day, even it's on a light be a crowd day, wait. it's a very popular ride for good reason. But I think if you're trying to blow and go yeah. through your day, Rise is one of those that can really eat up a lot of time. And and even the attraction itself, it's a twenty minute attraction. Like that's so put the queue aside. 20 minutes minimum just to do the actual attraction. And I think, I mean, let's call it what it is. It's a very high tech yeah. attraction. And so it does have a tendency to shut down often. Uh, I've been where 
we literally are getting to the point where they're starting to get you into the transport vehicle. No spoiler alerts, but yeah. Yeah. Um, And they're like, sorry, the ride's shut down three times in a row. And so each time it's another 30, 45, sometimes an hour or longer to get to that point through the queue and then to have the ride shut down. That's very discouraging. Like I said, that can chew up a lot of your day. And and the second part of that, too, is even if it doesn't shut down, there are individual components that don't always fully work. Right. The last few times I've gone, actually, there have been significant parts of the animatronics that were not running. And it it doesn't like the ride's not bad as a result, but it does take away from it. And so, for again, for me, it's just not one of the most important. Mm-hmm. Right. So for me, most important that if I'm going to go to Hollywood Studios, I'm going to do these three Falcon, Tower of Terror. I'm going to jump in that single rider line for um, Rock and Roller Coaster. Nice. And that's it. And for me, if I can do those three at Hollywood Studios, I feel like I will accomplish Hollywood Studios. There is so much more than that. But again, in my perfect day, I'm a four-park guy. Wow. <laughs> and so it's important that we go and we hit the highlights and we go. Because next next stop is going to be Animal Kingdom. And I've got, I'm on a mission at Animal Kingdom to accomplish two things and two things that are not close to each other. First being Flight of Passage and the second being Expedition Everest. Fantastic. And to be quite (laughs) honest, it's going to be, I don't know which one I want to do first. I'm probably going to hit Everest first. I think that's the easiest to get to from right when you walk Mm -hmm. in the door. Mm -hmm. Then you can hit Flight of Passage and that's the easiest to walk out from. So that's just kind of the loop I'm going to do. I'm probably going to stop at Pangu Pangu and get myself a nice little, uh, you know, cream cheese lumpia, pineapple lumpia with the um, uh, uh, night blossom frozen drink. So this is my LaFou's brew, Mm -hmm. but over in Animal Kingdom. And that's what I'm going to nurse on my way to head out to my final park of the day. And that's Magic Kingdom. But by now it's dinner time. And even though I just got a beautiful snack, you got to eat something. (laughs) So there is one place that on this trip, if I'm going to stop along the way before I get to a park. I think I know where you're going. It's going to be the Polynesian yeah. Resort. Yeah. And and for dinner, I'm going to have some pulled pork nachos at Captain yeah, that's Cook's. That's a great call. I'm going to do it while I'm sitting outside by the Polynesian pool looking at Cinderella Castle across Bay Lake. Perfect. And And if the day ended there... That would be amazing. Uh, that would be amazing. But it wouldn't be perfect. <laughs> so we're going to go get on the monorail and we're going to go to Magic Kingdom. And um, I think if, if I'm timing this out right, I feel like it's probably about 5 o'clock now. So we've hit three parks. We're, we're running about 5 o'clock in the, in the evening. Magic Kingdom is going to be open till at least 10 that night, maybe 11. That means that we have a lot we can still accomplish. So five o'clock, I'm eating, I'm eating my pulled pork nachos. I finish that up. I get on. We're headed over. My first stop is Space Mountain because I'm going to do a little bit of a, I'm going to do a little bit of a loop here, a complete loop when it's all said and done to a certain degree. But Space Mountain, um, we're going to go from Space Mountain and we're going to walk towards Frontierland. But to get there, I'm going to go through Fantasyland. And along that route, we will exit out and there will be the Haunted Mansion and we will do the Haunted Mansion. Head on over to Big Thunder Mountain, the wildest ride in the wilderness. 
<laughs> Hold on to your kids. <laughs> and then after that, it's time for Pirates of the Caribbean. And I don't really know what time it is at this point because I've gone so fast and so hard. But it's you're, you're be, like you're like eighteen thousand steps right now. Yeah, uh, probably more. I think right. But my uh, my eighteen mile day, by the way, was almost forty thousand steps that day. Gosh, almost forty. Yeah, that's what I meant to say. Eighteen yeah. miles, not eighteen thousand yeah, steps. I do. I think I think we're probably close to that yeah. to that mark at this point. Um, but it's going to be dark out, and that means it's time to redeem Tron. So I'm going to get my friend Troy. We're going to go ride Tron. I just I, I need to point out real fast. When you just said the word Tron, there was this aura of reverence that came in the room. Yeah. <laughs> Man. I just think about, you know, Tron Legacy and the beginning of it, right? And 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 he's talking to, he's talking to his son, Sam, and, and he's like, Day, I got in. I'm like, yes, this is this is how I get into the grid, okay? Yeah. It's so already to go do Tron. It's dark. I'm gonna get my pictures and I'm gonna I'm gonna enjoy the heck out of it. And it's gonna be amazing, even though it's like a 30 second ride. But it's gonna be like the best 30 seconds um probably individually of the day. And then it's gonna be time for some fireworks. And uh happily ever after is coming up here. We're gonna enjoy it. And before the park closes, I pull the all-time, you know, eBay sniping rule, and that is that with two minutes to spare, I jump in the line at seven dwarves. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's how I skip the wait, get in there, and you finish out just as happy as you can be, you know. So you're White, doing fireworks first and then fireworks jumping first. over to seven dwarves. Seven dwarves Smart. is the last thing I do in the park that's not shopping on my way out. Boys, that is that is the perfect day. Four parks, all of the thrill attractions. I feel like you need a. I need a rest. Some delicious just from food. I need a recovery day. Yeah, that, maybe. Yeah, that's. So this is to me. This it is, is intense, the, no doubt. Yeah, this is the beauty of Disney, right? It's like a lot of people are, you know, you see people online and they're like looking for tips or tricks or how do I do this? And it really comes down to how do you do Disney, right? Yeah. Like, are you a shopper? Are you a, you know, a 18, 19 miler like you, right? Yeah. Are you cool with just kind of cruising and taking your time and getting what you can get and not, and being okay with not doing some things yeah. like everybody can do Disney in their own way. And that's the, that's the beauty of it is that that can be your perfect day, right? And I, th- I think that's true. And I wonder with your day, Randy, how f- I think it's very feasible what you what you describe it for one person. I wonder how many people you could feasibly do that with before it becomes. I think it's. I think it would be hard. Realistic. I I will I will say this much, right? And that and this is why I kind of laid the predicate of this is a a crowd of one and two, right? This is very, very low crowds. So hardly any weights to do anything to pull that off with the exception of animal kingdom and millennium Falcon. This is what I did with my sons over mm-hmm. the summer. So I did the three park trip. We, we did that. That was the 18 mile day. Okay. And we did all of that stuff and the crowds those days were fours and fives. So I do think that if you have a one and two day, 
and you can you can burn through these you can you can do it all and and we actually did some more stuff than this right like we did hit test track we did more at um epcot than what i put down here mm-hmm. so we hit epcot we hit soren um so i think it's possible i think it's possible if everything breaks your way you know, if lightning lanes work the way you want, if you get the right virtual queue time, like an early, early boarding group, like it, it can be done. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think so. I don't think you're being unrealistic. You're going to be moving. You're definitely going to be dog tired. There is. The there the is. There, yeah. That's the thing. With the exception of your meals, there is not a time for break. Okay. So, but I, I don't like those anyways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, again, I, I think that just comes down to... um you know, what is your, what is your style of going to Disney and, and what do you enjoy the most? Yeah. Anyways, how are we doing on, how are we doing on time? Okay. So I will, I'll go pretty quickly. I don't want to go a lot of, um, so I will say this, uh, let me start with my perfect day at Disney actually is going to end up on the West coast. So I love Disneyland. I started out, we started out going to Disney world for several years in a row and then a few, couple years back, we ended up going to Disneyland and just absolutely fell in love with it. Love the weather, love the parks, love, I'm, I'm, if you know me at all, I'm very big on Disney history and kind of the nostalgia of Disney. And so everything about it, I just loved. I love that it's the park that Walt built and it was his, it was the genesis of all of this stuff. And so I just fell in love with it. So for me, my perfect Disney day is going to start out in California. And actually, I'm going to back up a step from what y'all described. And I'm going to start with the fact that for me, my perfect day would probably be the first week or two of December because I love Disney and Christmas. And I think Disneyland does it perfectly. They have a lot of decorations and all the all the Christmas, um, everything. It's like Christmas on overload. So I would actually go out first week of December. Crowds are going to be fairly low. I'm going to go middle of the week so that they're for sure to be low. Um, one thing about Disneyland is the weekends are always going to be busier because you got an influx of locals that really hit the parks on the weekends. So Early December trip, I'm actually going to be staying at the Disneyland Hotel. So I wake up at the Disneyland Hotel. It's by far my favorite hotel of any Disney property. Uh, Again, because of the nostalgia factor. I'm going to cruise through downtown Disney at a leisurely pace. Mine is going to be very different from yours, Randy. So (laughs) mine is just more of a stroll. Uh, So kind of... Disneyland Hotel is at the end of one end of downtown Disney, which is the shopping district for Disneyland. So I'm going to stroll through there, take my time, and I'm going to head right to Disneyland Park. And uh, as I get in there, I'm going to go to the left, or I'm going to make my way up Main Street, which, again, no rush whatsoever for me. I love Main Street. I love the vibe there. I my One of my perfect days, and I think you alluded to this, Ryan, is... I could literally sit on Main Street for hours, but today I'm not going to do that. So I'm going to make my way around. That would make a really boring episode. That would make for a very boring episode, but it would end end the show (laughs) real quick. Um, And what I'm going to do is I'm going to actually head over to to the left. I'm going to hit Pirates of the Caribbean, which is right there. 
I'm going to hit Haunted Mansion. At this point, uh, because it's Christmas time, the Haunted Mansion layover is going to be the Jack Skellington mm. uh, layover yeah. that, that they do for Halloween. It starts for the Halloween season and runs all the way through Christmas, so I'm going to hit that. And then I'm kind of a late breakfast guy, so after that, I'm going to head over to a little sidebar called the Mint Julep. I don't know if you guys oh, remember yeah, that or there not. there in New Orleans Square. There in New Orleans Square. Uh is a little stand called the Mint Julep. You can get a three-pack of beignets. So I'm going to grab some beignets, hit those, and as I round the corner... Are you going to drink a Mint Julep? Uh, I'm not a big Mint Julep You know, fan. the Mint Julep is... It's an acquired taste, I it think, is, for me. It is one that, in my mind, always sounds delicious, and I drink it, I'm like, I don't like this. <laughs> I don't remember liking it. Yeah, the but, time, but, but time every time I, I get one, and I'm always like, oh, that sounds delicious, right? And I don't know, maybe it's because... It's because we live in the South, and we just feel like that's the drink we should drink. But I get it, and I'm like, mm, I don't want a mint drink. <laughs> Jack, let me ask you a quick question. So you get you got the or you get the beignets there in New Orleans Square. Have you been to Cafe Dumont in New Orleans? I have. I have. I think they're very similar. Okay. And actually, there's a Cafe Dumont um, there in downtown Disney of. Um, well, it's not called Cafe Dumont, but they sell the Cafe Dumont beignets. We've actually bought the boxes that Cafe Dumont, you know, puts out. That's their recipe. Yeah, not not to, not not to make this a New Orleans show, but there's something about Cafe Dumont in New Orleans that well, those beignets are. I will say, yeah, if you if you eat at the if you eat in the French Quarter, if you eat in the French Quarter, I've been to a fair number yeah. of Cafe Dumonts that you're right. Were, so the one there in the French Quarter that's right outside, right in front yeah. of the uh, not the all are created there. equal. I'm just gonna yeah. tell you that. Yeah, but that that one particular, I think that's the original. That, that yeah, place in the is French fantastic. Quarter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, continue, Deck. No, you're good. So, um, and Tiana's place is now opened up there in Disneyland. So, oh, is that open already? Yeah, so I'm oh. when I have my beignets, I'm gonna actually take a, a minute or two to kind of sit there. In New Orleans Square, in Disneyland, it's just a beautiful setting. I'm going to make my way back around. Uh, now, basically, U-turn. So you can keep going up into Galaxy's Edge, but I'm actually going to U-turn around and head back and hit Indiana Jones ride on my way up to Big Thunder. And then I'll probably make my way over to Hyperspace Mountain. So this is the Space Mountain version over in Disneyland. A little bit of a twist on it. You sit side by side versus in rows. So I like that. Uh, it doesn't feel as herky-jerky. I'm probably with my wife on this trip. so Not we're gonna... Troy. Not Troy. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'm probably with my wife on this trip. Um, so we're going to hit uh, Small World. It'll be all lit up uh, because, again, I'm in the Christmas season. And then we'll probably jump over into Toontown because they just added Minnie and Mickey's Runaway Railroad. So hit that. And then by that time, I think it'll, because again, I'm going at a very leisurely pace. I think it's going to be close to lunchtime or my beignets will be running on fumes. And so I'm going to head back over to New Orleans Squares on my way or New Orleans Square. On my way out, and I'm gonna stop at Cafe Orleans, and I'm get gonna get yourself a Monte Cristo. Yes, That's so it. I knew it. Monte Cristo. For those who haven't had it, um, it's a fried sandwich that has ham and ham, cheese, turkey and cheese, turkey cheese. Yeah, it is, and they have this uh, served with raspberry jelly. jam, typically. Yeah, it's so good. 
So, but it's a huge meal. So you're, you're probably not going to finish it on your own. Probably wouldn't want to finish it on your own or else you'd go take an eight hour nap. Um, so sharing that with the wife and then heading across the Esplanade over to California Adventure. And once we get to California Adventure, we're going to hang, I guess at that point it'd be a right. It's Soren over California. Love that because it's in an actual hangar, an airport hangar. And then as we kind of round the corner there, we'll head right into uh, Pixar Place or Pixar here. And there's uh, the Incredicoaster there. There's Toy Story Mania there. Um, trying to think what else is over in that area. Num Num Cookies. Num Num Cookies are definitely right next to the Now, those Num Num Cookies, though, are different than the Num Num Cookies we talked about in Florida. I Yeah, I think they are. They are different. Yeah, I think they are for sure. So as we leave uh, Pixar Pier, we'll head over to Radiator Springs. We hit Radiator Springs. We'll grab, of course, Radiator Racers. So this is, for those of you who are Disney Worlders, this is like a test track, but themed as Cars Land. Um, after Cars Land, we'll head over to the Avengers Campus. Go ahead and hit up the uh, Guardian Mission Breakout. I know you guys are surprised that I'm actually going to do that. No, because according to you, it's different than Tower it, of Terror. It is different. I love... I love <laughs> You know, you know what different rocket raccoon. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if by different you mean the same, I mean it's the exact same ride. Yeah, by different I mean the same. Other than the, I get like nice little guardian video uh, in yeah. between with some some cool music. Um, I see videos on Tower of Terror too <laughs> in my head. There you go. Uh, and then after after I hit Guardians, I'm gonna go around the corner. Grab some schmoozies. So schmoozies is a ice cream shake place. We've talked about it once or twice on the on the show before. Just phenomenal mm. shakes. They're just so good. Um, and then I'll probably walk across. The is there street. is there is there a favorite shake you would get there? They have an Oreo. Um, I mean, I'm a sucker for uh, a Chick Fil A Oreo shake. So yeah. this one just takes it to the next level, in my opinion. It's I- uh, it's better than the I would, I would get that blood orange shake if they had yeah, that. Yeah, that was good, too. Oh, oh, man, that was delicious. Really good. And then I don't know if we did this um, when y'all, when we went on our guys' trip there, but right across the street uh, there from Schmoozie's, the little show called The Animator. It, it, was, it, was, it was not open when yeah. we were there. Yeah. We wanted to. It was in the plan, but yeah, didn't get to see it. So just to describe this, it's like walking into a, a basketball-sized uh, gymnasium, but up on the walls are all different large screen TVs, not TVs, but projection screens of all different sizes. And what they're doing is they're running through a loop of different um Different cartoons, and what they're doing is they're showing like the sketch version of the cartoon, the finished version of the cartoon, maybe s- versions of the cartoon or Pixar show that didn't um, make the cut, right? And they're playing, of course, all the music that goes along with. It's just a nice area to chill and just totally relax, listen to some Disney tunes. It's air conditioned, of course, 
and there's just all these different images and videos going on around you. And so it's a nice little cool down break uh, for those of you who might be, you know, roaming around a California adventure with, with the kiddos. And then honestly, uh, at that point, um, it's probably closer to evening time. I'm just going to take in the sights and sounds, maybe hit a couple of shops. I love just cruising through the shops. Again, totally different than your vibe of yeah, go, go, go. Yeah. Mine is much more of a casual stroll, maybe, you know, grab another snack or something like that. And then I'm going to finish off my day uh, at California Adventure at World of Color. So the reason why I chose this, number one, I just love Disneyland and the vibe there. But for me, and I was talking to my my 17-year-old daughter about this. I think there's probably only two, maybe three rides at Disney World that I can't do at Disneyland. But the parks are really close to each other. So I just feel like if I had one day to get in as much Disney park time as possible with as little, <laughs> this sounds horrible, but with as little movement and energy expended it's as efficient. possible yeah it's an efficient uh disneyland provides yeah. that for you mm-hmm. so I'm, i was just thinking about it so i i you can't do uh flight of passage obviously can't do tron slash troy uh and then no slinky trying, dog there's no slinky dog but other than that between the two parks disneyland park and then california adventure you can hit a lot of the no, highlights no everest no everest i think in my opinion, Incredicoaster helps feel a little bit of that roller coaster vibe. Yeah. Um that's kind of your equivalent to rock and roller coaster yeah, there, yeah, right? You for know, sure. it's it's outdoors versus indoors, but Yeah. So you're passing up web slingers? Snap. No. Oh. Yeah. No, I'm not. Yeah, I wouldn't <laughs> okay. I wouldn't miss out on web yeah, slingers. Sorry. I missed that on my on my turn. That's so, that's yeah. my Millennium Falcon version that uh right. you know, kind of over in California Adventure really, right? Like yeah. it's so unique how you participate yeah no absolutely sorry thanks for catching that ryan so no i would not miss web slingers i would absolutely hit that there's a single rider line it's hidden uh so you gotta watch wish we'd known about that boys (laughs) yeah that would have made a huge difference on our trip but there is a single rider line to web slingers absolutely recommend jumping in that would not i wouldn't even necessarily i mean unless it's really backed up use a lightning lay on it that that single rider gets passed because it's hidden yeah um or at least to us it was hidden uh well and it's I unique it because because it's seat there's it seats four to a car right so you get lots of groups of two and lots of groups of five and 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 six which means that there's always empty seats there so i think that single rider can be really efficient when you have to fill in cars of four it's the same thing at Rock and Roller Coaster. Yeah. Right. And that's why there's a single rider there because typically each of those little capsules seats four in them. And so they're always trying to fill the space. Right. So that's it. That's my day. I, I would say the one deficiency if I'm gonna if I'm gonna put a negative spin on anything at Disneyland is they just don't have happily ever after. That is to me this is part of the unrealistic scenario, but if I could finish out my day by flying out to uh, Disney World, not gonna happen. <laughs> and watch Happily Ever, that would be my perfect. Yeah, they and don't have that pass anymore. Yeah, that would be my perfect end to it. 
They don't have but, that plane ride either. True. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you'd be going against time. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, so I would finish out at World of Color. Nice. For me, a nice second place finish to the day. I think that sounds like a good trip. I mean, I would do it. I think all three were guys. Great, I would do. I would trips. do both your trips. Yeah. I mean, I think they sound amazing. Yeah, I don't think I could keep up with you on your trip. You could. You could. Yeah, you could. You could. Peer pressure will do a lot. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's what's funny? I anyway, funny's wrong. Maybe interesting is that, and I don't know if we if we if we would want to do this because on our guys' trip we're typically gone for what three days, four days. Yeah. To take a day. One of those days where each of us kind of we're, hey, we're going to do Randy's day one day. We're going to do, you know, my day one day, you know, Dax day one day yeah. and just see. That would be kind of cool. It'd be kind of fun. We'd have to sandwich my day in the middle because my day would be the break day. day. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, well, you know, but but you say you say that I and and I, I kind of look back and sometimes we get back from our trips and I feel bad because I do feel like sometimes my pace dictates a lot of what we do. Um, because you guys are so good about placating me <laughs> and I'm like, all right, we're going here. And you're like, all right. Uh, and you know, um, but you know, what's also great about our trips. And I think this is what's so cool is because, um, obviously our friendship allows us to do this, but it's, it's also easy for us to just go and do the things yeah. that we want to do without yeah. any of the others feeling like, Oh, I don't really want to do that. Like we can just go. But I do like this idea. I like this idea of maybe maybe one of these upcoming trips we plan that out where each of us kind of dictates the day and I will not I will not do a twenty miler on any of you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think we should. I think that's a great idea. So we'll have to plan that for our next guys. So one of the things that's been kind of cool in, in these episodes, um, we talk a lot about the things that we take in while we're in the park. Some of those are smells. Um, we talk a lot about smells. In fact, we had a whole thing recently talking about the senses and smells. And it's kind of cool that there are companies and products out there now that would allow you to bring the smell of Disney home. Absolutely. Yeah. And we are actually very happy. We're kind of closing out the episode here. We're very happy to announce that one of those companies that we have referred to, we've referred, uh, talked about, like Randy said, they're, they're smells and their candles. One of those companies is called the magic candle company or just magic candle company. And if you go online and if you go to their website and shop and they sell all sorts of candles and wax smells and fragrances and air fresheners, when you go to checkout, if you put in the promo code, put the word escape, you're going to get 15% off of your order. So we are very happy to announce that we have partnered up with Magic Candle Company as one of their affiliates and to bring you this this discount when you go shop with them and it's the holiday season's coming up and you might be looking to to buy some some gifts for your loved ones and friends. Use the promo word escape, get 15% off your total order. And uh I'm gonna do it. Pretty sweet. It's and hey, and we would not be doing this. Bring Disney home with you. Bring Disney home with you. Save a couple bucks along the way. And we wouldn't be doing this if we weren't already customers. Yep, absolutely. So it's a great company. They have great sense. So, again, that promo word is ESCAPE. I don't think it matters if it's capitalized or not capitalized. I think it's just the word ESCAPE, but 15% off your total order. So awesome. Yeah, that's some exciting news. Other than that, give us a like and follow on all of your social media outlets. So Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and uh, tell your friends about us. Give us a like and a review and a follow, and we'll... We'll probably mention you on the show. Thanks for coming with us, guys. guys. Thank you, everyone.